live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. I'm Gianna Volpe. An Oakdale couple was killed Sunday night after their boat collided with another vessel and capsized in the Great South Bay, according to Suffolk Police. Louis Doritas, uh, 53, was operating a 27-foot 1989 OCMA boat about 10.40 p.m. when it collided with a 44-foot 1989 Henrique Sport Fisherman north of Ocean Bay Park between North Channel and Range Channel, police said. The OCMA capsized and Doritas was ejected into the water his wife, Renee Doritas, was 50, was found in the boat's cabin by rescue divers and pronounced dead at the scene. There were four passengers aboard the other boat on a fishing trip, and none were injured in the collision. Vera Chinese reporting on Newsday.com that Lewis's body was found Monday morning near the crash scene by Suffolk Police uh, Marine Bureau officers and members of the Coast Guard, police said earlier the search for him had been called off after an hour spent looking for him in the darkness. Both vessels were impounded for safety checks. William Screma, Suffolk Police Deputy Chief of Patrol, said the crash was not a criminal incident. The couple was leaving Kismet Fire Island and due back in Oakdale at the time of the crash, Screma said during a news conference yesterday in Yapank. Quote, it's just a tragic accident and our condolences and sympathies go out to the family members and friends. Screamer said police have no reason to believe there were any drugs nor alcohol involved. In other news, a Bayshore man was arrested last week and charged with illegal dumping of hazardous waste and old tires at the former Pilgrim State Psychiatric Center in Brentwood, according to Suffolk County District Attorney Ray Tierney. Jean-Paul Salamanca reports on Newsday.com that Carlton Pulley, 48, was charged with endangering public health, safety, or the environment, unlawful disposal of hazardous waste, and other related charges, a news release said. A New York State Office of Mental Health police officer allegedly spotted Pulley on April 23rd unloading hazardous waste, including multiple tires and other items from the back of a tractor trailer, in several large containers on the grounds of the former psychiatric center in an area closed to the public. Per a press release from the DA's office, authorities have fully remediated the site, spending more than $30,000 for cleanup. Pulley was rec- uh, released on his own recognizance and is due back in court September 14th. He faces up to seven years in prison if convicted at the top count of endangering public health safety, or the environment, which is a second-degree felony. Here in Southampton, a popular lakeside park in the village would triple in size, feature a community garden, and transform into a magical oasis. Under a proposal, an East End nonprofit has pitched. This sounds really nice. The Lake Agawam Conservancy unveiled preliminary plans for the public-private partnership at a recent village board meeting. An expansion to the approximately three-acre Agawam Park would be developed on 11.3 acres, according to the nonprofit's presentation, August 22nd. Joe Workmeister reporting on Newsday.com that the conservancy was formed in 2019 to help revive the lake from rising levels of toxic blue-green algae and has worked alongside local and state agencies on several initiatives. Conservancy officials describe the park expansion plan as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to preserve open space and increase public access to the lake for activities like kayaking. The plan would require Southampton Town to spend $13.25 million in CPF funds. That's uh, the Community Preservation Fund, a property tax revenue the town uses for land acquisition to acquire a 4.8-acre lot the Paulson Family Foundation owns. Foundation bought the lot and an adjacent 3.6-acre lot for $25 million in 2021, Conservancy officials said. President Robert Jufra Jr. said the foundation, founded by hedge fund billionaire John Paulson, acquired the lots to stave off development and will donate the 3.6-acre lot for the project. The two lots are adjacent to a 2.9-acre parcel the town previously purchased with CPF money that also would be part of the Aguam park expansion right here in Southampton Village. And finally, Long Island Railroad schedule changes taking effect today aim to correct 
some of the problems created by the opening of Grand Central Madison earlier this year, according to railroad officials. But some riders said the changes, which include more direct trains to Brooklyn, more express trains on several branches and more evening trains out of Penn, don't go far enough to undo the damage caused by the alteration of the LIRR service that started in March. Alfonso A. Castillo reporting on Newsday.com that the newest changes come after LIRR officials gathered feedback from riders for months about its schedules, which were overhauled when the railroad began serving an additional Manhattan terminal, Grand Central Madison. Commuters railed about longer trips and convenient travel times and the reduction of service at Penn Station, which is still carrying significantly more riders than Manhattan's east side, Grand Central. The LIRR already has made various tweaks to its schedule to address some of the complaints, but promised a major revision would come after Labor Day. Quote, our September schedule is based on ridership data, real-time observations, and input from customers, building upon the earlier schedule adjustments and responding to many of the concerns that we've been consistently hearing from our customers. That uh, quote from LIRR interim President Catherine Rinaldi, who added, we will keep monitoring the data to identify future improvements where possible. Among the changes, several current Grand Central trains being rerouted to Penn, including to serve riders leaving MSG on event nights. Full schedule information available at new.mta.info slash schedules and on the MTA's train time app. Reading the weather in Sag Harbor this morning, uh, we'll be talking both Harbor Fest and Maritime Festival this morning, kicking it off with Potter Jessamine Go joining us right here on the WLI WFM studio, looking like a mostly sunny Tuesday in Sag with a high near 85 degrees on this tumbleweed Tuesday. North wind around six miles per hour becoming southwest. In the afternoon, partly cloudy tonight with a low around 70 degrees. Southwest wind around six miles per hour. Right now it's 73 degrees. And just because I'm adorable, I made you guys a harbor maritime playlist this morning. There is a very weak connection track. Uh, let me look at it. Ah, maritime harbor sound effect too. So you got some seagulls in there. I'm Gianna Volpe. We we got some really chill tracks, but I'm going to kick it off with something a little more rocking. It's Lone Alpha's Harbor featuring Kaneko uh, Lumi, I think. This is a brand new one from the 2023 record Virtual Paradise, and it's right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLI-WFM, the weekday morning and midnight show, The Heart, recorded live from the heart of the East End. WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, featuring music from all decades and genres and interviews with folks from all walks of life, all because of you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM, news you can trust, music you love. We'll be back.
I'm just so scared that I'll miss it. There's no way to be solved. I know I'm scared to be distant, but I'm not what they deserve. With all the time I had left, down at the harbor I slept. My heart could beat in my chest, and I can't, and I can't, and I can't give you what you need. So I should leave for the better. And I can hear the things I see. It's best for me. Oh my god, I just fell in love with that track this morning putting together this playlist for you. Lone Alpha is the artist uh, Harbor featuring Kaneko Lumi from the Virtual Paradise record. We got Carsey Blanton, Zach Berkman, Claro, Kylie Daly, Nolan Patton. I don't I'm not embarrassed to say that I hadn't heard any of those tracks before putting together this playlist for you. It's the Harbor Maritime edition of The Heart, uh, kicking it off this morning with Femme Soul's Jessamine Go, uh, the hot studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing. Uh, we're talking about a bunch of things this morning, Jessamine. So you are based in Mastic. In yes. Mastic. Yes. Mastic Beach? Mastic Beach. Okay, which is awesome. <laughs> and then you have... You wholesale in Eastport at the general store, right? Yeah, so there's a few wholesale accounts okay. that I have. Part of this full-time ceramist journey is wholesale, exhibit, exhibiting, summer art festivals, teaching. So the, I'm like a juggler. At the Clay Arts yes. Studios of the Hamptons. Yeah. Studio in at Watermill. the Square. Yeah, it's in Watermill at the Square. Um, right off Montauk Highway. And I teach By in, Suki Zuki? Yeah, near <gasps> Kisaki. Is the, Kisaki, there's a okay. Japanese sushi spot right across from us. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, it's I teach an introductory ceramics course on the wheel, hand building. It's a lot of fun, and I think it's really integral to like my growth and evolution just as an artist is having and being part of a community. Um, and there's so many talented artists and you know instructors that work there and are members of the. The guild, it's the Clay Art Guild, and it's a nonprofit, volunteer-led organization. So How did you get involved with them? Um, I actually met the studio manager, Jesus, uh, at one of my art fairs out here at Oshawag Hall in Springs. Nice. And we love Oshawa Hall. And we became friends, and he encouraged me to come visit and be a member of the guild. And then all of that happened, and then eventually it was like... Like, we want you to be an instructor. Right. Think of a program, a course, like, that you would want to offer. And I think beginners is a great way to start and build, like, you know, excitement. Um, I feel like this, there's a lot of craft. growth there, too. Yeah, there is. I know, I know uh, when I was teaching poetry and seeing the difference between a first-time, first-year poet and then that same poet returning for a second a second year – and mm-hmm. the 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 amount of growth in their work was astronomical. Yeah. You see like a lot of exponential growth in the beginning. Yeah. And I think like with clay and ceramics it's just such a tactile artistic medium that like you can play and get dirty and be silly with it or you could be serious and you can grow into, you know, your skill set and and really make something serious of it. But I think it's something. Are you making that, one product in one session? I mean, are you I mean, are you guys shaping and baking and well, all that stuff in so one it's, session? It's a long, slow process. Ceramics. It's you're creating first. You're learning the skill. It's difficult to to learn how to manage the clay sometimes, and right. so you're learning. And but in the end of a session, yes, you can have a finished pinch pot bowl or a, a hand rolled coiled 
mug or you can learn how to throw on the wheel and have a wonky wabi-sabi kind of vessel your first time because it's very it's very tricky it's challenging to learn how to center and to pull a nice even wall and and this is what I teach so yes you can have a, a product that's not finished. It will be wet. It needs to dry for like a week, and then oh, you have to. Oh wow! And then, I didn't but then you have to trim it... or finish and carve or whatever you want to do to enhance its design, you know, surface area. Then you you, so to speak, bake it. So you fire it in the kiln for, you know, its first firing. It's called a bisque firing, eighteen hundred or so degrees. Then you get it. You get that piece. Then you glaze it. With like paint, it's called glaze, but it's, um, and that's it's surface. So that's decoration. like another. That's another. And session. then that's another session, right. and then you and then you fire it, and then you have your Again. finished piece. Yeah, Got so it. it goes through a long process, um, and you know, at this at the the clay art guild, what I'm teaching is a course that's six weeks long. So you're learning. A, you know, a, a set of techniques for the first few days and their demos and instruction and guided instruction. And then there's, you know, independent studio time that the students can take um, their own time to build and, and practice what they've learned. And then, you know, we come back to class. I like to to bring the introduction to the class, but I've had a lot of repeat students who are coming back, and so their skill sets a little bit more, are, are right. building, and so it's like really great to grow with them and and see how and what they'll be creating. And this session, I have quite a few return students, and I want to go bigger. Like yeah. I like bigger right yeah. now. Like, and I think it's easier to create something bigger. And it's, that's like really where you are in your journey too. Yeah, I'm also creating larger right now, and yeah. like. I first, unique pieces, yeah, unique right? pieces. I started on the wheel, and I love my wheel, but the wheel has become somewhat of a production because I'm offering wholesale. So it just, at some point, feels automatic. And so I've learned my skill set, and but now I'm I'm hand building larger, bigger, unique things that are I'm like part of my fine art sculptural collection and there are galleries there's a gallery in Soho that has my work on display right now um Perseus Gallery shout out what okay, up cool. and then also here in East Hampton the RE Steel Antique Gallery okay. he Russell carries and has my fine art sculptures available um so if any of your listeners are out in East Hampton, 74 check, check Montauk out. Highway. Shout nice. out to I'm Russell. Glad you know where it is. He's a huge supporter and you know also like the 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 community festival like these coastal festivals where i get to share my art with the community is also like been so essential to my growth so like you know just talking about my work people can see it i have my functional homeware collections fem soul that you can you know that you can take home with you but then there's there are my, there's her. also like my fine Insta. art collections and pieces that you can see, and which you, you've Fest, been bringing you've been bringing out more and more to, yes. the, to the festivals. Yeah. I've been bringing more of my art pieces because I'm finding that there's actually an attraction mm. to that work. Whereas right. before, I thought it was my more mugs or my bowls right. and my homeware design collections that are, you know, the Femsol signature collection right now is their pieces at the Parish Art Museum, which oh, also okay, cool. is really nice that like these, the the vases that I create with texture and um, the na- natural naked stoneware, whether it's black stoneware, white stoneware, speckled, like they have that You were there. talking about Raku, I think, when, oh, we, yeah, when yeah, we yes. talked about, and, which I didn't get to put in, in uh, the piece that... I have you in. So yeah, do you want to talk the, a little bit about a yeah, raccoon? So the raccoon I was, is like... I was confusing it with kintsugi. Oh, yeah. But then I, I was like, I have a raccoon. Both Japanese, uh, pra- ancient yes, Japanese practices. That that are crackle-based. It's ish. Let's so say. kintsugi is like a practice of adding gold as a means broken, to mend right, broken right. ceramics. Very and that, beautiful. that just celebrates like the imperfection and yeah. makes it more valuable yes. after it's been broken. Whereas raccoon was... It's based from like the 1500s. It was used during it's it's a it's a form of firing wow. and finishing um, for their ceremonial tea processes. And um, what but makes now it? this is what like makes a, what makes the 
the crackle. So so what happens? So the raccoon, it's like just such a dramatic and dramatic drama filled with smoke and fire so I'm firing outdoors in imagine it like outdoors with a propane tank and a kiln I fire it up to 1800 degrees don't do this unless you're a professional yeah don't do this unless you're a professional (laughs) or have a professional advising and instructing um and you pull the piece out molten hot so the the pieces are already glazed you pull them out where the glaze is practically like dripping off like lava and then you take that piece and you put it into a a container of combustible materials and since I live by the beach I have grass I have so dangerous um, leaves I have I have a lot of organic natural materials that I have and I place this in a metal garbage can and then I take the vessel hot and place it in the can and what happens is is immediately the combustible materials light into fire then there's smoke and you kind of stoke the flame in order to add oxygen and then you suffocate the environment so so depending on the materials that you're using it's it can leave different yeah it well the coloring happens from the metallic glazes oh okay that got it with reduction it's a science i just like to call it magic it's easier with the reduction of oxygen you can pull um like the colors from the copper so whether green or red there's some iridescence and pearlescence but if you're not even using a metallic glaze any part of the clay body that's not covered with glaze will absorb the smoke so it becomes like like a very matte black appearance i think that's what i have yeah and then also if there's like a white glaze it may crackle a little bit and then the smoke absorbs into the cracks and that's what gives it like that really distinguished distressed um cracked have you been doing some raku stuff oh i do it i practice it a lot and because i set up a my home um area like i i decommissioned an old electric kiln and i use that as the um as the oven and then i have um my husband who's my art assistant help me i also have another art assistant spitzy who's who's been really integral and helps with because there is that's like, not I matt have, spitz is it no no okay no. he's he's um a young gentleman who's in college. Okay, he helps me in my studio with uh, with this practice, and um, and also learning it too. So, in, in as an assistant, he gets to learn. And same with my hub, husband; he's like he knows exactly what to do. He could do it fire without me, um, but obviously, I need to be connected to it. But it's like. There's fire, there's smoke, so we have extinguishers, we have, you know, the hose, we have every, you just need to make sure that you have precautions. Yeah, so, don't, don't um, do But that. we're, like, on a, a, a concrete base, it's fine, it's safe. Um, and it's just a lot of fun, and as dramatic as the process is, it's a pretty quick firing, um, a few hours, like, it takes an hour and a half for the kiln to heat up, it takes, you know, literally five minutes to take the piece from the kiln to the combustion chamber, and then 20 minutes later, you have this, you pull it out of the, the chamber and it's I like I love how Easter culinary egg. it is. Yeah. It's it's like it's like if cooking and art had a mm-hmm. baby. I mean, I find that clay is very similar a lot to baking, a lot of similar instruments and yeah. movements. Um, but it's, it's an addictive process because you don't know what you're going to get. So mm-hmm. I, I call myself a little bit like a mad scientist because I'm trying to replicate a specific look and I still You have can't. it in your in your brain. Yeah, I have it in my brain. I, I actually have it physically in my presence. There was a piece that I had created during a workshop. I didn't take notes. I didn't nothing. Don't know what glazes I used and it's my piece de resistance. When people ask me like how much is it? I'm like uh, 10,000. Yeah. Why is yeah. it so much? Because I don't I'm not ready to get rid of it. Right. But it's the piece that I want to replicate and I still have yet to. So now I'm like taking notes. Which again taking, makes yeah. that makes me think of uh, Kathleen King trying to create the perfect chocolate chip cookie. It really <laughs> right. is like big. Right. It so is. Hamptonsclayart.org to find out more information about classes with Jessamine. Yes. All right. So la- now let's get over to uh, the 16th and 17th in um, uh, Marine Park. Yeah. Marine right? Park. In Sag Harbor. Harbor it's Fest. It's Harbor Fest. Yeah. How, how many years have you been doing so the I've arts and crafts So I've been doing this. I've been doing this for three years. Okay. Um, it's led by the Chamber of Commerce in Sag yes. Harbor. Marilyn, and benefits them. Yeah, and it benefits them. And yes. Marilyn had actually put us in touch with each other, which mm-hmm. I'm so thankful to you, Marilyn. Thank you. But it's been like a really great, it's a great 
art festival. So there's a mix of like fine art, craft, um, jewelry, like beautiful, like handmade jewelry, like gorgeous things that are there. And it's like the backdrop is the marina yeah. and you have this the gorgeous sailboats and then you have you know and the dunk, <laughs> you have like amazing things like oh my god anyway, have you gone so, down to the harbor and seen like the whale i've never seen like the whale races or, no i've not i've I never have, seen that. i have not i feel this like m- that this might be the year <laughs> maybe for, you, for me for you. Yeah. There's a little, <laughs> like, for you. Um, like, this I'll September busy. is busy. It's yeah. a busy month of art fairs and festivals finishing out the summer. Right. Um, and it, like what I love about Sag Harbor, it's like this town that's, you know, you have your your people who've been there, who live there, who, yeah. who are not just um, here for the summer or tourists, you know, coming through, which is lovely too, but, you know, people who really take pride Debatable. in their home. And I just, I love it. <laughs> and there's kidding. good food. So um, we have fun. Ray and I have a lot of fun when we do this. And it's just a great way to meet more people. And since I feel that I teach at the Clay Art Studio and um, I show at these festivals out here. I've built like a small following and a support of 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 my work, and I've seen a lot of growth, and I'm so thankful for that growth. Um, so. Can you talk a little bit about coming out to the East End? Coming out to the East, which, End. which by the way, uh, SagHarborChamber.com <laughs> uh, for more information about the Arts and Crafts Fair. Um, but yeah, when did you, how do you were, you started in the city? So I, did you start in the city? Oh, Where did so, you grow up? Okay. So I grew up at, in Syosset. Okay. On oh, Long okay. Island. On Long Island. Yeah. And I went to college in the city in the okay. late nineties. Where did you go to school? NYU. Okay. And cool. I studied art. I nice. studied art and photography, um, Sweet. there. But when I left college, when I graduated, I, I ventured into the, into retail management, like okay. lug, like apparel, women's luxury apparel. And it was a really great career until it was no longer for me. And so... It's cool, though, because I feel like you got uh, from that world, you really get a sense of marketing. Yes. And wh- how, how... How to, to communicate m- with people and just and what, engage and what and, uh, folks are looking for yeah. and like the look of things yeah and just like I think it's hu- what what was huge and what I learned from that yes besides learning metrics and sales and numbers and all that boring stuff like I've really learned how to communicate with people whether it was training for like as you know hugely important my teams skill. or even just engaging with strangers and just talking about not it doesn't have to be product based just talking and and getting a but feel I, I but mean like, how important has that been because I feel like that other than the the sheer beauty of your work there are lots of artists out there with gorgeous work but you kind of need that piece yeah, you do to get it into hands sometimes yes I think so. And it's not it's not like sleazy cars man car car salesman. No, it's not like that kind of feeling. It's right. it's just having a conversation like right. you and I right are right now and you're just feeling out the vibe, you're vibing and then it's they're in your tent talking to you for a reason or your booth or your exhibition or they're you know wanting to know more, then then it can lead into People that. People want that. Yeah. But I think and I think the story too is like always important especially if you're I don't know. For me, the, the the story is important. When I'm buying a piece of art or from where or something, even clothing, it's like, oh, I got this, and this was this was the artist, and this is their story, and this is what makes it so exciting. It adds value um, in a way that's not you can't be tangible. a sleazy carsman, car salesman. <laughs> also, like not with me. I'm thinking about. I think about. Okay, there are let's say a hundred things that I come across. That I that I that I'm like on I'm I'm almost there I'm gonna buy it, but I could easily float away. But it's like th- that other piece of the puzzle, the person. I kind of sometimes need that, mm-hmm. but if the person is sleazy cars mail a car salesman mm-hmm. type, I get turned off yeah, and, I, exactly. and I go away. Yeah, but there's like uh, just enough. That can, you know. I, I find that I'm genuine yeah. and I'm not forceful. Like, I, I don't want you to 
own right. a piece of my unless of my you, heart and unless, have it, unless right. you really want it. Right. You know, and if you need to walk away and you need to take a minute, a week, whatever, like I'm not I don't chase the wholesale account yeah. either. Like you say you like my stuff, you'll call me when you call me. And right. like and I'm here. Yeah. And if I, if I'm available to provide, then yes. And you know, Sounds I just like booking like, my show. Because it will <laughs> It'll like I'm. It'll be like if I. I'll be here. here. We're here. We're here. I'm here, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm in Mastic Beach. I I love. You're I will in, be coming East back Port, out to the you're East in, End. You're in Watermill. I'm in Watermill. You can find I also her. have a store in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. Yeah, the store called Home Union. They are like focus on vintage design furniture, but they also have a really fine eye for modern design like today and style like other handmade ceramics and we work on like we work on a collaborative project each year that they offer in their store and so that's like that's huge for me because then I can be creative collaborating with another you know notable brand or you know establishment and and it's like that with Eastport General Store like they carry seasonal functional I know me too oh my shout out to Amber Uh, Heather Becca Seven, all the there. girls. I mean, the store, you go in there light. and you can't walk away without buying something. Yeah. But it's just, you know. A lot of local artists. Yeah. By a the lot. way. Exactly. And that's actually how I've started to build community, a creative community as well, was when they opened, was during the pandemic. I came out. I That's when FemSoul blossomed during the pandemic. I was showing in farmer's markets. I met um, the, the, the Eastport General store. We decided on collabing on seasonal um, offerings for them and it just but then I met the other artists as well that they were also presenting in their store and it was it was just like such an advocate especially for female um, small business at that time even currently so and they're you know female led run business like you know Girl power, uh, um, as she, uh, not, and that's not cheesy as it's like no. that's important to me. Like the, my brand important. name is Femme Soul, and yes. Femme Soul means woman alone. And for me, it amplifies the presence of women-owned businesses. And it's not just women that I advocate for; it's equality in general. And I feel that that spirit carries through in a lot of my work. So, um, but yeah. So, anyways, that's how I came to Long Island. Was I left the city during pandemic? I came out here, shut down, living in Mastic Beach, beautiful. We could bike to Smith Point, but we really didn't have access to income or any, you know. So there right. was. I had to be creative. Digital I was hard, right? already making ceramics, and at the time, I was selling my ceramics through Instagram um, for fundraising for. BLM movement. So, and my ceramics were selling and people were like, do you have any more for sale? Like, I was like, "Hmm, maybe I should start selling my ceramics. And then I found the farmer's markets. There was a farmer's market in Patchogue, the garden farmer's market. That was a really great one for me. And for a lot of other startup businesses, shout out to Jeanette. I don't think it exists anymore, but like really helped to like, I remember them reaching out to me when I was on the AM dial. Mm -hmm. And at that point I was like, I was too, I wasn't thinking outside of the region. Yeah. And I really wish I had because it it seemed like a really beautiful space and place. It was a great starting point for a lot of businesses and also a way to be connected with people again because we were all shut down we were masked you know we didn't know the state of the world but it was great and then it was at this plant store called fantastic gardens which is my favorite cactus succulent going it's fantastic gardens it's in in patchogue and it's just like greenhouses full of like Decades they have the old. best pet store too. They've Do got they? Country, I've never been. Oh my god, country I can't critters. go to a pet store. It's I'm an animal lover, and I can't bring yeah. home another animal. You'll, you'll get like Sorry, an aracari or something. <laughs> it's like that the feeling of like leaving some beautiful doe-eyed cat or yeah. dog. Like, anyways, and but yeah. So there. that was that was it, and and then one thing led to another, and it just really happened organically that I fell into ceramics as full time. And instructing, I also, you know, I teach at the Clay Art Guild. I teach privately, but I also do community or public workshops monthly out of a 
plant store Ooh. in Islip called Ooh. Grow and Shade. Oh. Um, and uh, there Where is, do people go? Where can they go for that? Um, we got to play music soon. Com. Okay, okay. Growandshade.com. So I could also put it on my Instagram. Um, okay. But we At do a monthly. Soul. <laughs> We do a monthly workshop where it's like a pinch pot night, and it's a great alternative to a night out. So it's not like, you you know, BYOB, make a pot for your plants. Like, this is great for the plant mommies and daddies of the world, like, Aww. who are obsessed. Right. And they have... Oh, oh, grow in shade. Grow in shade, yes. Not grow and shade. Yeah, grow, grow in, in shade. Dot yeah. Com. Shout out to Candace and Aaron. They're, and I met them. During also the pan, it was like it's so a lot of this happened during sh- the shutdown, it. and we all met these small businesses, and it's great to see the growth. Like Flower Bud Bakery now has their, their oh yeah, they're going to be coming on. Yes, with us, I right? love that. Yes, they're amazing. Thank you for hooking me up. Oh yeah, I we got to play. We got to play go. music. Bye bye. All right, so so at Femsoul, F E M M E S O L E. For more about everything, again, uh, Clay uh, Hemptons, clayart.org. If you want to take a class at the Clay Art Guild of the Hemptons, growinshade.com. Check out the Eastport General Store if you're so inclined. That's not a call to action. And, of course, (laughs) uh, the the Harbor Fest, which is the 16th and 17th. Uh, You can check out... The uh, Sag Harbor Chamber of Commerce. Hold on, I'm going to look that one up. I think it's sagharborchamber.com, uh, but I'm just going to double check that. Sag Harbor Chamber. Uh, oh, oh. I'm at Safety Harbor. Don't do that to me. I don't want to. What's Safety Harbor? Ah, sagharborchamber.com. I was correct. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Jessamine Go. This was the Hot Studio segment. Underwritten by Peconic Landing, this is Carsey Blanton. And you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. You're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. It isn't safe out here. It's perfectly clear. I should have known it was a big mistake. I could have stayed at home, not answered the phone, and never given you my heart to break. But lovers run to ruin, soldiers run to war. Ships are safe in harbor, but it ain't what ships are for. Hearts are made for breaking. I was an awful mess, but you were the best, and I was trying not to let you down. Lovers run to ruin, soldiers run to war, ships are safe in harbor, but that ain't what ships are for. Love is for the stars come out the darkest of doubts there's nothing to the joy of their light it isn't safe out there and you're getting scared and honey you got every right to be but the time is now so steady the prow and go ahead into the mystery Lovers run to ruin, and soldiers run to war. Ships are safe in harbor, but it ain't what ships are for.
From my hardest time Walking down the thinnest line I'm saving only what I need For when I get free And I know that I'm not the first And I know things could be much worse But every path is difficult And every man must walk alone But I want to find a partner Please, Lord, make me like the harbor Cause you made me like a boat Keep me from sinking so I stay afloat Sheltered from the strongest winds Looking for someone to stay in with Empty bottles don't help none Just the coming of the sun Harder than it was before I set a path to brand new shores Reaching for in light and praying for a brand new life and now I want to find a partner please Lord make it like a heart cause make me like a keep me from sinking so I stay afloat yeah I want to find a partner please Lord make it like a God cause I want to grow keep me from sinking so I stay afloat Find a partner, please, Lord, make her like the harbor, cause you made me like a boat. Keep me from sinking so I stay afloat. Yeah, I wanna find a partner, please, Lord, make her like a gardener, cause I wanna grow. Keep me from sinking so I stay afloat. Yeah, I wanna find a partner, please, Lord, make her like a harbor. Stay open if you 
Harbor from Claro's 2021 record Sling, leading you into the NPR news break with Kylie Daly's The Harbor from the 2023 EP All Yours. Baby, we are all yours Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, replay at midnight on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. It's the heart of the East End. on WLIWFM.
in the heart